This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hey, Giant fans. Welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer and the heart of Giants Nation. Nobody beats the biz. Chris Bizignano. And Chris and I, like you guys, are waiting for the white smoke to appear above 1925 Giants Drive and emanate down the New Jersey Turnpike, the Parkway, all that. And waiting for the announcement of a new GM and probably later on a head coach sometime, I don't know, next week or whatever. But I guess it's down to three, huh, Chris? Yeah, yeah it's down to three people uh, we, that we uh, we all know: Adam Peters, Sean, uh, Shane, and um, Ryan Poles. So, uh, look, they're all very impressive. Actually, Mara is pretty impressed with all the candidates, but now they're down to three. Yeah. Um, and from what I understand, they were very impressive in their second interviews too. So, a tough decision for John and Steve Tisch, and you know Chris Mara is involved. Uh, he was in on a sit, you know, in the interviews. Uh, sure, he's having his input, but it'll come down to Mara and Tish. Their final decision, John Mara and Tish, their final decision, and uh, that should be about, you know, Jerry. It should be today, as you know, it could be coming down as we're recording. Yeah, you know, right. You know? <laughs> um, but I expect it today, uh, latest tomorrow morning. But um, you know, Mara told everybody, oh, let's go home. You know, they worked through the, they worked deeper to the night. They said, oh, let's go home. We'll make the decision, you know, tomorrow. Let's all sleep on it and. Um, uh, I can't look. People ask all the time, who do you think? I don't know. If I find out, I'll put it on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, personally, I, I, I don't know. I wasn't, wasn't there. All I know is they were all very impressive. They have pretty good resumes. Um, so I can't say one way or the other, you know, where they're leaning. Uh, the other day, I, I did hear that, you know, Adam Peters was going to come back for a, thir- a second interview, so I put that out there. Mm-hmm. And if I hear anything... Um, you know, I'll put yeah. it out there about where they're leaning or a decision and all that. You know, so uh, it seems, Jerry, that whoever they go with here, um, I think everybody's going to be happy with it, no matter who gets it. Oh, yeah. This is the oh, most excited, Chris. This is the most excited Giant fans have been since summertime. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, it's a voice from outside the organization. Yeah. Uh, everybody likes Joe Shane. Uh, I think everybody likes Adam Peters. Yeah. Uh, and I think everybody likes Ryan Paul. So uh, where they come from, what's on their resume, mm-hmm. and all that stuff, Jerry. So, dude, I got to be honest with you. You know, who? Do, no matter who they decide today or tomorrow, uh, I think Giant fans are going to be pretty happy with it. I don't think there's going to be like, oh, why do we go with him? You know? Yeah, <laughs> you no, know? right, right, right. Uh, it just right. seems like they're going to be happy. Uh, yeah. Of course, people have, you know, oh, I like this guy. I hope this guy gets, oh, you know, whatever. That, that, that's good, but. Yeah, it's it's different with GMs, right, dude? Like, especially if they've never been a GM before, because although they're with successful organizations, you know, you're going by how they draft, what free agents they bring in, the success of that organization. But you really don't know, like, what decisions they made in there. You're kind of trusting this whole interview process and that the Giants are doing their due diligence. But just the fact that they came from three teams, what, that are you know, currently alive in the playoffs makes me excited, Chris. I mean, I, I look, I, I, I can't tell you. The, the only thing I'll say is I thought, I think the Shane and Dable, which still the name cracks me up, Shane and Dable, I don't know why, but, uh, you know, kind of a little Bible reference, but <laughs> Shane and Abel. But uh, Shane and Dable just seems to be the cleanest kind of transition, right? Like you would imagine, you know, if, if they hire Shane, he's, he's you know, Dable's going to be in this top two, I would imagine, that he'd bring over. But, dude, I don't, I don't care who they pick, Chris. I'm, I'm with you here. I'm, yeah. I'm happy with anything. Jerry, uh, 
Adam Peters out of the three finalists really intrigues me. Yeah. Um, excuse me, because um, John Lynch, he basically runs that draft. Yeah. For John Lynch, you know. Um, yeah, that's right. Where you know, Brandon Bean and Brett Feach, that that's basically their show. And of course, these guys have input. Don't get me wrong, Ryan yeah. Bowles, but um, Adam Peters really runs the draft. He, yeah. For John Lynch, he John Lynch basically hands it to him, and of course Lynch has a final say and all that. But um, so that really intrigued me. Um, I liked some of his. I put on Twitter yesterday some of his middle round picks um, over the years, and and like everybody else, you know, he missed some guys like every GM does. Yeah. Um, yeah. But me personally, Jerry, um, I like the idea that he basically ran the 49er draft the last few years. And they've been pretty successful. They got the Debo Samuels and all that stuff. Um, and that would be my preference right now. I mean, I don't have a guy that's, oh, I don't want, you know, I don't mm-hmm. care. I think all three, okay, let's run with it. You know, I like it. But my preference, if anybody, uh, I would lean towards Adam Peters more, just for that aspect of it right there. You know? Oh, Chris so, also, come on, he took Aaron Banks. <laughs> That alone, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised um, you didn't say that first. Well, he didn't play this year, Bang. So, no, I know. Uh, it's still golden drama, uh, bro. Yeah, I wasn't too. Uh, but, you know, he'll have his time. Um, hopefully next year, but right. Um, you know, and and they've done some other good things. You know, over the years, Lakey Thompson's guy starting free agents. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, you so that would be my preference. I gotta be honest with you, Adam Peters. But like I said. Um, let's rub it at all three. I don't think you could go wrong here. Yeah, right. Now, <clears throat> we'll see when they are totally in charge. That's a different story. Um, but, you know, just they're going to change the culture in the building. Mm-hmm. And Marit told them it's your show. You know, guys, you come in here, whoever you hire is, you know. Yeah. And uh, they're going to go in there and they're going to have carte blanche to go in there and go, okay, we're going to change this. Yeah. We're going to do it. And Jerry, look, that's something that I've been saying for a long, right? How long I've been on that soapbox. Yes, you have. Yep. We need somebody in here. And they got to change the culture in in the building of what they do. You know? Mara Mara realized that, hey, what we've been doing hasn't worked. You know? Yep. Yep. And we need somebody to come in here and give them carte blanche and, you know, let them do what they want to do and, it seems like that's what they're going to do, you know. And, and look, Chris, I gonna... got to interrupt you, buddy. It looks like it just broke from Ian Rappaport and Adam Schefter that they're hiring Joe Shane, my friend. There it is. Yep. Live, live, <laughs> live tweeting, off, buddy. Hot off the press. There it is. Uh there it yep. is. Yeah. So it's it's going to be uh, Joe Shane from the Buffalo Bills. That is going to be their guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, not a surprise, right? Not a surprise. Well, you know, he made the final three, and yeah, and uh, there it is. You know, yeah. so uh, Joe Shane, Brandon Beans, right hand man in Buffalo, and we all know the success they've had. What perfect timing that was, Jerry. I never been <laughs> talking about Joe Shane. <laughs> there it is, buddy. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, a guy that Paul Sells had years ago in my and Miami, right? Yep. Um, so he's gonna come in here. He's a young guy, Shane. And I was just talking about, you know, how Mara wants them to go in. Give he's going to give him caught. He's going to give Joe Shane caught blanche. 
uh, and they're going to go in there and change what they have to do for this, you know, try to turn this organization around. So congratulations to him. Yep. Um, and hopefully Jerry, you know, his first draft is pretty good. They're going to have high draft picks all over the damn place, two in the first eight, seven, I should say. Yeah. Right, a high second, the whole deal, a couple of threes, a one three. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, there it is. So, and, you know, look, they, there's been success in their first round, Chris, you know. And we got two of them. We got five and seven, baby. Yeah. Um, we will get into the draft in the coming months. But, I, Chris, I'm already doing those stupid-ass simulators. I am obsessed with doing the draft simulator. Um, you know, I'm picking everybody from, uh, you know, Cross and Linderbaum to Hutchinson drops to me. I'm taking him. So, you know, you look at their you look at their first rounds, and, you know, they, they've hit, right? Like you know, Josh Allen, Ed Oliver. And they didn't have one in 2020, but they got Epineza from, uh, from Penn State. You know, they, they seem to make smart early picks, right? And they obviously they mm-hmm. built their roster much bigger than that. But I, I you know, they picked after us um, in 18 and 19. And both times it was what it was Josh Allen and Ed, Ed Oliver. Ed Oliver was someone who we were talking about in 19. Like maybe we take him, you know, with the sixth overall pick. So I'm just, dude, this is, this is like Christmas, you know, something like Christmas morning for me right now. Uh, we, we named a guy and uh, it's from a successful organization. So as a fan, I'm, I'm psyched, very psyched. Yeah, well, everybody should be excited. Yep. Uh, it's a young guy, a young voice from a successful program. Brandon Bean made him his right-hand man, and they've drafted, you know, they've drafted pretty good over the last three, four years. Yeah. Built a, built a Super Bowl contender there. Yeah. Um, now the next step is going to be for Joe Shane. I mean, I mean, like you said before, Jerry, obviously Brian Dable is going to be high. Yeah. He does on his head coaching uh, wish list. I mean, uh, so – could you see a Joe Shane Brian Dable combo? You know, I think uh, without question. You know, we'll see how that plays out. You know, Buffalo's playing Sunday. You know, so yeah, he's got that right Nick now. Saban connection too, though, Dable. He's got a Sable. He's got the Belichick connection there yeah, a little yeah. bit. Um, yeah. Now look, you know, that's your own feelings of that. I don't know what your feelings are on that, but maybe breaking away from that type of Saban Belichick connection. Um, that's going to be up to Joe Shane. You know, yeah, um, yeah. And, I, I just say just because I think the Maris still, you know, have a, you know, I, you have to think like Saban is someone who, if he ever decided to leave Alabama, they'd be like, here, here's the whole franchise. So I, I still think that connection does mean something somewhat to the Maris. But uh, Dable's the guy who, uh, when he's famous for getting yelled at on the sidelines in one of those, one of those, I think in one of those bowl games by Saban, and they, uh, yeah. you know, they asked Saban about it. But anyway, um, you know, you, you watch the, the Bills' offense, dude. It's exciting, right? I mean. Yeah, I, comparing what the Giants have done the last couple of years to, you know, and obviously the talent's greater at the Bills, but just scheme and what they do, and it's just, it's fun. Um, so if Dable's the guy, whatever, but we can speculate about that, but I'm sorry, go ahead. But Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's, all, I mean, obviously Dable's going to be a, you know, a, a candidate, so. Yeah. And we'll see where that leads. You know, um, Maris and Tish are leaving it up to the general manager, man. Yeah. It's their show. It's going to be their head coach. Yeah, you know, um, and I think I'm probably pretty sure Brian Flores is going to get an interview. Yeah, uh, I'm sure he's going to be brought in here and, and, and all that. So, uh, interesting times for the Giants. Uh, should be exciting times. You got a young, new voice coming into building. Yeah, and now we'll see if it works out. Now, now he's on the hot seat. Yeah, so we'll see if it works out. You know, um, yeah, I mean, guy, yeah, but a guy to obviously. Works working uh, worked alongside a guy that 
you know, had a, has had success and built a, you know, we're a very good coach too now. That's going to be the next big hire, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Make sure, make sure you find the right guy. Do you have a preference, Chris? Uh, I, I gotta be honest with you, dude. Um, I would like to get away from the Saban Belichick tree a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Brian Dable obviously has done some good things in Buffalo, but you know, before Josh Allen and Diggs and all those guys, he's never had a high ranked offense either. Yeah. In all the places he's been. Does that concern me? Yeah, you know, a little bit. But we'll get to that point if Sable, you know, is going to be the candidate or going to be the head coach and all that. So does the, um, they're, they're the going to bring in a bunch of guys. I mean, I, you yeah. know, I hope they bring in a leftwich, Jerry, if he doesn't get hired. Yeah, you know, so, yeah, right. Sure. You know, um, a guy like Leftwich who did it with Jameis Winston. Yeah, very good. Good point. You know, um, I know a lot of people like to connect Brian to, oh, it's Tom Brady's product. Well, he also... You know, even though Winston threw the wrong jersey, he also threw the right jersey like 33 times once a couple of years ago. You know? You, know, you know what else Leftwich does, Chris? And this plays big with the players. He knows what incentives they have for catches, runs, yards. And he, he if they're close, I've seen this. I've heard, if, he, if they're close, he makes a point of trying to get them <laughs> the ball. I just think stuff like that, Chris, I just, aside from the, the mind that he is, when I, I'd be psyched with Leftwich, that's the stuff he does as well. Yeah, so I, I we'll see what you know, um, but that's down the road. Yeah, you know, they're gonna bring in a bunch of guys. Um, you know, Flores is another guy. You know, with the connection to to uh, Belichick and all that. And Brian's a good coach. He proved it. You know, it didn't work out in Miami for certain reasons. I'm sure Flores wouldn't mind coming home. He's a Brooklyn guy. You oh, know? I, I that I I was gonna say that man. The connection. You know, you you would make that connection right away. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. The only language, you know, we, we would speak the same language without even, anybody even know what the hell we're talking about. There it is. You know? Um, but, uh, yeah, so we'll see. Well, Shane's got to get settled in here. I'm sure he's going to meet with us probably Monday. Yeah. Or Tuesday. And we'll see what he's thinking. Uh, now he inherits. You know, he inherits. Now I can tell you this. Okay? Hmm? The three finalists, um, like Daniel Jones. Okay? they They feel Daniel... Could do a lot of things. They feel Daniel's been given a pretty hard, you know, a pretty a pretty tough deck to play with. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. between different head coaches, uh, offensive coordinators, injuries, um, offensive scheme, mm-hmm. and all that. They feel he's been given a pretty hard deck to play with. Pretty tough deck to play with. You know, uh, you're playing against you know KGB there and uh, <laughs> and rounders. With not many good cards, you know. So, <laughs> um, yes, <laughs> people think, uh, well, you know, that's hey, maybe just they're just blowing smoke. Well, you know, we'll see, we'll see down the road. But Daniel has another year left, and I, I, I know for a fact they like Daniel. And yeah. All three guys, and obviously Shane now looks like he's going to get the job, and that's his feeling on Daniel too that he likes what the kid brings to the table. You might not agree with it. You might say the guy's a lunatic. Whatever. I'm just telling you what the guy feels. What the yeah. guy was. What the guy was saying in interviews, that you know he that he likes Daniel. So we'll see how far that goes. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, but that's where they're with that. You know, Lachine's gonna he's gonna have to deal with a tough salary cap for for next season. They're in really good shape in two years, but next season's gonna be tough. He's probably have to gonna make some tough cuts, Jerry. Yep. You know. Um. And have to deal with a few contracts, veterans, and all that. But 
this is the challenge. They all knew that. This is why, yeah. you know, you know, listen, you know, most, most, uh, most times, you know, when a new GM comes in, it's not because everything was great and rosy, you know? Sure. Sure. <laughs> it's usually because it was a mess. <laughs> Chris, I just wrote an article in the insider this week, uh, 20 free agents, I think 18 of which are unrestricted. And I stretched it to five worth keeping Chris. I, I stretched it to names like Dante Pettis, you know, like I really, I, you could easily just flip and say, no, we're not keeping that. So I'm just saying right there alone, the roster turnover is going to be tremendous, I would think. Um, and, and like Austin Johnson, I think, is on that list. I did not resign Jabril Peppers because he's going to cost too much. Um, Lorenzo Carter was one, but they, he ain't staying for a one-year deal. Anyway, to your point, there's going to be a lot of roster turnover. This is, you know, this was the Titanic, and now you're, you're, trying, to, you're trying to raise it, right? Um, but, dude, I am so excited with a new GM in the fifth and seventh pick overall and the possibilities there whether you trade down from the seventh, trade down from the fifth, um, and, and get multiple picks and what the Bills have done in the draft. Like, I, dude, this is it's a fun time right now, man. Um, I have a question for you. They requested uh, Dan Quinn, so, or permission to talk to him. Yeah. Does that have, I guess that conversation has to happen with all these GM candidates, no, Chris? Or is that separate from that? I'm sorry. Say it again. So, if, they, if the Giants requested to speak to Dan Quinn, does Dan Quinn's name come up? You think in those conversations with the GMs? Oh yeah, it had come up. I'm yeah. sure all three of them on board. They were going to interview. That's why they put it out there for the yeah. request. Okay. What do you yeah. What do you think of that? About Dan Quinn? Yeah. Oh, I think he's definitely worth somebody bringing it uh, coming in here. Okay. Interview. Yeah. You know, um, I don't know necessarily think I would lean towards him. Right. I don't think I would, Jerry. Yeah. Um, but. That's somebody that, you know, that is definitely worth bringing in here. No question okay. about it. Um, the guy had success in Atlanta. I know it ended bad the last few years, but he did go to the playoffs numerous times, right? Mm, yep. uh, and should have won a damn Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, that that went bad the last few years. He, you know, he goes into Dallas. He's a Jersey guy, right? I mean, then yeah. he went to Dallas, and he, look, he kind of turned that defense around from a crap unit to, uh, I know he added some <laughs> talent, but. He changed the philosophy and the, the way they approach defense, defense over there, you know. Yeah. Um, so, hey, uh, that's a guy definitely worth bringing in. Uh, we'll see how he interviews and, we'll, you know, with Joe Shane. I mean, uh, but, I, you know, look, Jerry, I, I think we all know Brian Dable's probably going to be the front runner here. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, so. it's, it seems like the cleanest move, too. You know, you bring Shane in and he brings in Dable with him. Um is there anyone else? I mean, so you called this, dude. You called it where you said they would name a GM within two weeks. And I even thought it may take longer than that, but you were like, ah, 10 to 14 days. Um, now that they bring in the GM, how long do you think until they name a head coach? Is it another two weeks, you think? Or is it is no, sooner than that? No, it's going to be sooner than that, man. Yeah. These guys are going to be flying off the board. They're going to they're gonna have to bring these guys in, you know, uh, the, you know, the senior balls in February first or something yeah second you know yeah uh you know not that you necessarily you know you you want to so you figure i mean shane's gonna get the work right i mean as, as soon as he comes back and tells john he's good to go and sure which should be just a formality now you know uh, he's gonna get the work this weekend um and they're gonna you're gonna start seeing requests coming in now you know and you look you, you're gonna look at a couple interviews a day next week and zooms and then fly guys whatever the hell it might be and, yeah it's going to be Zooms, then you fly guys in. So, you know, you, you're looking at the, uh, you, you hope everybody, what's today's date, Jerry? 21st? 21st. 
So you week from today is this one here. So you know you look you look you look at my next hopefully hopefully by the end of the next weekend. You know. Yeah. Because uh, there's gonna be guys coming in next week, man. And and you know there's gonna be other guys that are gonna be eliminated this weekend that might be brought in for you know to be a, a, a head coach candidate too. So so you look at that, you know another week or so. Guys coming next week. Hopefully by next weekend you get an idea of what they're looking at. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Got to move pretty quick, Joe. You know, it's the end of January, man. Yeah. You know, and, yeah, uh, yeah. and there's so many openings, dude. You know, right. there's so many openings. Yeah. I think Dave so, already I, met with the Bears, right? I, I, I can't even – yeah, I think he did. I know, yeah, yeah. Guys are meeting – I mean, guys are meeting with three, four different teams already. Five, yeah. I mean, some of these teams are bringing in so many candidates, but i never I seen know. anything like it. Yeah, yeah. You know, some, some teams already brought in four or five guys, you know? Yeah. So it's going to be competitive, man, you know? Um, Flores is good. Look, Flores is going to even Quinn, man. It, Quinn is probably going to get. He's going to be a hot candidate. Hot candidate, man. Yeah, he's probably going to pick where the hell he wants to go. That guy, I'm telling you. Yeah, There's so many people want to, you know, want to talk to him. You know, uh, Kellen Moore is another guy I got from the Cowboys. You know, he's getting a couple. He got a couple of interviews. Pass. Oh God, uh, that would be a hard pass for me. Let him stay in Dallas because <laughs> to me, to me, he's really overrated as a coordinator. Couldn't agree more, dude. You know, Chris, so, how about this? In honor of Meatloaf, you took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah, right. So, you know, I, you just looked at Kellen Moore and so many people coming down on him now, you yeah. know, about what, what the hell he does and play calling and all that. So I, I, I would pump the brakes on Kellen Moore. I know a lot of people think he's, you know, a lot of people love to label these young coaches geniuses right off the bat. Right. Pump the brakes. You know what, Jerry? Let him stay in Dallas. Agreed. I wouldn't mind losing. It looks like, it looks like Quinn's going to be out of there. He's going to go somewhere, Quinn. Yeah. Get him the hell out of Dallas because, you know, that defense is much better under him. You know? Yeah, right, right. They were just asking before they came in. Yeah, right. But Moore, I don't care if Moore doesn't leave. Let, let Moore stay in Dallas. Let, let him throw the ball 65 times while, while, while a guy like Tony Pollard's getting six yards of chunk. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, so. yeah we, we, haven't had a, we haven't had a podcast since last weekend and all those, uh, all those games. Um, I was just going to say, dude, it doesn't look good for the – the seventh, the seventh seeds, huh? Or the last couple of years, like they get in and it just is like a blowout. Yeah, I mean, look, it's, it's watered down. It's a bit, it's that's yeah. something doesn't really surprise, right? Joe, it doesn't really surprise. You got to yeah. expect that. I'm just, I, I was just glad they had like over five hundred records. To be honest with you, Jerry. Right, right. It's right. just a matter of time before a eight, nine, or you know, a seven and ten team yeah. gets in there, right? I mean, yeah. but it didn't happen yet, so I was happy about that. But you know. um. All right, dude. Anything else you want to discuss? I mean, this is huge news. Um, it was just funny talking about these guys, and now it broke, which we expected, like you said, sometime today. But um, anything else you want to cover with this team right now? Oh, uh, no. So exciting. I guess everybody's excited, right? I see it all over. <coughs> Excuse me, on Twitter. Everybody's yeah. excited. And Joe Shane is here. Yeah. And now it's time to get to work. You know? Yep. Um, I want to share a story, uh, real quick guys, because we got one of the most really heartfelt, heartwarming, humbling, humbling messages we've ever received, um, in, on Twitter from someone. And I just want to share it with you because, you know, the, we talk about it all the time. Twitter is a, can be a very uh, mean place. And, you know, especially with the giants not playing well over the last few years and, it's just a cesspool sometimes of just negativity and it gets very personal and there's times you have to walk away from it. But then you get a message like this and you think, 
my God, like, uh, wow. Okay. But I'll, I'll, I'll read, I'll read some of it. So it says, Hey guys, just wanted to share a personal story with you. Since you unknowingly played a part in it, uh, this person lost someone close to them and has PTSD from time overseas and always, and, and that person was always his go-to with problems. Well, he lost that, lost that loved one. Without him, he fell deeper and deeper into darkness and several times considered some bad things, I'll say. His wife dragged him to therapy, spent basically a year there and trying to work on himself and, and get better. Told his doctor he never felt he had anything to look forward to. You know, it goes on and on. And I don't want to read too much personal because it is a personal story. But um, so he told him to go home and write down on a whiteboard all the things that are consistent in his life every week. And on the board, he wrote Giant Insider. And when he showed her the, the whiteboard, she asked about it and explained what we do and, and why I always listen to the, to the show and the podcast. So fast forward some time. He listens to every episode several times a week to help what he calls, you know, break up the, the depression or the darkness. Got to a point in his life where he's comfortable getting a job again and even started. And, and things have kind of turned around. I don't want to go again in too much detail, but... You know, he would study with the, the background noise of recent episodes. And, and, you know, he received this dream job offer of teaching and in a school close to him. And he said, look, I know you guys weren't there as he struggled, but almost felt like we were. I mean, dude, you know, what do you say to that? That is the nicest thing I, I've ever received. It's just... <coughs> Chris, like I, I was at a loss of words. Like we both saw this and we're just like, you know, we, we sit here and we talk and, you know, say things like buffoon and tomato and have a good time. And, and that's what you get, you know, like, holy crap, man, that is unbelievable. And it's overwhelming. I, you know, I don't even know what to say. Yeah. I don't know what to say either, man. Just amazing. Yeah. It just makes it all worth it. I guess, Jerry, right? Right. You know, I mean, it really does. So, um, look, there's just a lot of people struggling out there, man. Different reasons, you know. When I mean, you see something like that, bro, and I guess it makes it all worth it, man. You know, I, I didn't even know what I looked at. That I actually had to read it twice, right, on the direct message, right, Jerry? Like, yes. What you know? You know, like, uh, unbelievable, man. Um, yeah. So I, I don't look. We responded to the person. We're not going to name him. You know, yeah. and we thank them and all that and hang in there and, you know, and um, there's always somebody to talk to and all that, you know, yep. and, you know, dealing with a lot of people dealing, you know, this person was dealing, you know, a lot of personal demons and all that stuff. And just to think that, <clears throat> that we had, we have, I should say, an influence um, like that is just remarkable. I don't even know what to say. Yeah. Uh, to be honest with you, um, totally, completely humbled by it. Um, and this is what it's all about. Yep. You know, yeah. have some fun with it. People have fun with us, you know, for the haters and, you know, for the haters and people like to tweet, you know, what are you going to do, Jerry? I, right. I don't know them. I really don't care. You know, a guy in the old neighborhood told me years ago, buddy, about people like that. Don't I ever give credibility to a garbage can? <laughs> Because the garbage can's looking for credibility. Nice. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to use that going forward, dude. Yeah, it's an old Beth Ariel story. 
Um, so I, I don't, I don't acknowledge people. As, oh yeah, you have an idiot. You have an idiot. You know, Twitter stuff. Um, yeah. But this is what it's all about, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I can't get over a guy that you know. He says he has had PTSD. You know, someone yeah. fighting for my freedom to be sit in front of a microphone and do this. It's like it's it, it's just beyond words, man. I don't even. Yeah, that's thank you very much. That's yeah, awesome. And uh, you know, thank you and talk anytime. Like that's what we DM them. You know. Yep. We're no doctors, Jerry, but we're friends. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Friends. Absolutely. Um. So, you DM. Person knows who we're talking about. You know. Yep. DM anytime, anytime you want to talk, anytime you need a cell phone number, whatever it might be, but things like that um, makes it all worthwhile, right, Jerry? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so uh, it's another positive story, and it looks like a positive day, a new general manager coming in. Yeah. And for other people who, you know, who could relate to the story we just, Jerry just told, um, you know, you keep fighting, you reach out to people. You know, and always, uh, you know, talk it out and, you know, all that stuff. So, yep. there's a lot of people out there, Jerry. You know, they're, they're hidden. You know, they don't like to talk, whatever it might be. And uh, this this person chose to talk and, you know, and discuss what he's going through and and stuff like that. So, yep. Feel free to reach out, guys. Really. Uh, anything like that. So, just good stuff, man. Yep. Uh, good stuff, you know. So, we'll, uh, we'll end on that because there's no possible way we can say anything else. Um, all right, guys. Uh, you know what? You know where everything is. Sundays are giant days, guys. We'll uh, we'll be back next week, um, and we'll we'll give you updates on the on a head coach. Yeah, you know, Jerry, we'll do a podcast next week. We'll we'll talk about the Joe Shane presser. Yeah. After the presser, you know what he has to say, and all that. So, um, yep. and I'm sure to be he's gonna you're gonna see some requests for interview head coaching interviews flying in now. Yeah. You know. And, uh, and that's going to be the next interesting process, where, you know, where who Shane breaks, uh, who Shane brings in, and you know, who, who he wants to talk to, and uh, and all that. So, yep, interesting times around the Giants. Well, it's going to be very interesting all season, Jerry. Yeah, it's going to be fun. You know, between uh, the general manager, new head coach, and then you got the combine, and then you got you know, obviously the you know free agency, then and then the draft. You know, yeah. you, see, you see what type of football players they're looking at, right, Jerry? When you yep. When you start looking at the draft and some of the free agents they might sign, and, and there'll be a couple of free agents signed. Don't think because they're cash strapped right now. Oh, that's it. We're done. No, no, there'll be a few guys. Yeah. You know, you might not have two home run guys, but this is what these guys get paid for, right? I and mean, this is the challenge. They knew all about it. Believe me, Joe Shane just didn't find out about the salary cap situation two minutes ago. <laughs> right, 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 <laughs> you know? right. He knows the challenges. You know, he knows the roster. He knows what he what he has an idea what he wants to do, you know. And then obviously they're gonna, you know. And now as far as scouting, yeah, he's gonna start, you know, slowly, over time, get his people what he's his philosophy in that damn building that's been dysfunctional for a while. Right. All right. I'm pretty sure you know some of the idiotic shit Dave Gettleman wanted did, and that's not gonna fly anymore. Yeah. Um, can't wipe out the whole scouting department, dude. I mean, you know, it's it's it's. You know, senior bowl time soon and combine and all that crap. Right. You know, um, can't wipe out everybody, but slowly but surely, Shane will get his guys in there. Who he wants to keep, who he's gonna tell, who he's gonna throw out the window in about ten minutes. You know, 
uh, and all that stuff. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people are kissing his ass. They're going to try to kiss his ass to try to stay in a building, you know. Uh, but there's going to be a lot of people on shaky ground, bro. Right. Yeah, a lot of people on thin ice. That right. Joe's going to, Shane's going to look at it and go, okay, so let me see your grade book. You know? Oh, well, well, you know, I had this guy graded. I know. You know, and Shane's going to be like, you had this guy graded this? Hopefully right? they're in pencil because there'll be a lot of erasing done. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> Unfortunately for them, no. Uh, yeah. It's not in pencil. It's not written on an app. No, I know. know. Uh, so Shane's going to have to update a lot of analytical stuff as data as far as college scouting because even though Dave got it up to date a little bit last year, there's no way near where he needs to be from what I understand. So yeah, it's a, it's a lot of work for this young man to come in here, Jerry, and turn this around. But he's up to the challenge, I'm sure. This is what they want to do. Uh, you're in here to turn this organization around. And hopefully, yeah. uh, you know, uh, hopefully you're looking at uh, a Buffalo, you know, type type deal. Some fast defensive players, you know. Did you add some offensive linemen? Plug in like a like a Mitch Morse, guys like that on the offensive line. Yeah. Um, well, Chris, this is the first time in a while that someone's going to bring in somebody from their old team, and we're going to be excited. Like before, it was Gettleman's bringing in Panthers, Betcher's bringing in Cardinals, and we were like, eh, "All right, cool." Now you're bringing guys from Buffalo. It's going to be a whole different feel. Like, yeah, well, the fan base is going to be excited. Yeah. So you know. Go take look, Jerry. It's going to take a couple of years, yeah. you know. But you want to let them let them start gutting it out and start laying, like you know, like in a construction business with a new house. Let them start laying that foundation, bro. Yep. You know, and he's gonna to to make some. He's gonna have some tough decisions. This guy, man, uh, on contracts and Daniel and all that stuff, man. What's Stay gonna calm. happen? So it's gonna to be tough. Hey, it's not easy, Jerry. You know. Yeah. Well. Um. And I'm gonna be, you know, look. I, I know, like I said before, I know he, he likes Daniel, you know. Mm-hmm. They feel Daniel kind of got the short end of the stick with a lot of stuff, you know. Right. But as the pro- as the process moves on, we'll see, you know. Um, so. Well said, buddy. <coughs> Guys, Jerry, be- yes, yes. Just quickly before we leave. Sure. You're going to get a real good feel with this fifth and seventh pick, oh, you know. Yeah. Like if he goes... You know, I don't think Joe Shane is going to look at us, the media, and tell us, yeah, we'll go with the offensive line. (laughs) I hope not, right? You know, I don't think he's going to leave. And the Giants are going to have a pick. They're going to get a choice. They're going to have the choice of a pretty, pretty good stud offensive lineman at five. Yes. Yes, they are. You know, it could be that kid from Mississippi State. It could be even... Who knows if Evan Neal even dropped? Oh, Cross you don't know. Neal, Linderbaum, you, baby. Uh, you know, you you don't know. Yeah, how these drafts are going to work out. Uh, but they're one thing for certain is they're going to have a, you know, they're going to have a choice of a pretty big stud. Yes, offensive lineman. Yep, at five. Yep. But I don't think Joe Shane, you know, is going to look at us and say. You know, we're pretty good with the offensive line. We're not worried about that one. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, not for nothing, but that's what Gettleman and Judge told us last year. Yes, they did. They didn't draft an offensive lineman, and they basically said, no, we're good with the offensive line. I, I think Gettleman's exact words were, maybe you guys don't think, maybe you guys are concerned, but we're not here. Remember, mm. I think that was his exact words. Yes. We were asking him when he made his rare appearance to the media, I think before the season started. Yep. And then we asked him, you know, Offensive line wise, you know, you go with it, and you know, that was his words. If I remember, it was something like, "Well, maybe you guys are concerned, but we're not here." Yep. Um, so that 
kind of bit him right in the ass, you know? Yep. Um, so I don't think Joe Shane's going to look at us and say, okay, you know, you know, I'm good with the offensive line. Yeah. You know, we're not concerned. We're going to go, you know, fuck. So you're going to see a lot with these two draft picks, bro. Um, that, that should be the, you know, should be major players for this organization for a while. Man. Oh, these starters. Kind of, Year- these two kids coming in at five and seven. Year yeah. one starters. That's all I That's, that's what I want to hear. They're year one Day one starters. Yeah, and you're going to get a good sense of it. You know, Joe Shane right off the bat, right? The way he yep. wants to build this organization right off the bat. Jerry, yep. about, let's see, fifth pick should be about, what, 840, whatever it might be? Yeah, everything. Yeah. You know, the way they drag it on now. Just for 845, yeah. whatever it might be, you're going to get a pretty good feel of what Joe Shane wants to do, bro. Yeah, you know? and I was just going to add, if they trade down, that means Joe Shane realizes they need a lot more. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, Joe Shane, yeah, he's been around Brandon Bean, and and uh, you know they they after they drafted Josh Allen, they tried to work on our offensive line. They already brought in the Mitch Morse. They drafted the kid Brown, who started a right tackle for them this year. You know, they went out and got a veteran, Darrell Williams, moved them over to guard. They, you know, he he knows you got to build an offensive line. You know. Yep. So, uh, and like I said, the Giants are going to have a choice. They're gonna have a, uh, you know, they're gonna have a pick. They're gonna have a shot at one of these big kids, man. Yeah. Maybe not Neil, but they're gonna have one of the other ones. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and we'll get yep. into that obviously as the process moves along as far as these college kids, but. Yeah. Uh, and I'll say it again, Jerry. I don't care if they draft two offensive linemen. Five I really don't. I agree, and I don't care if if a center like Linderbaum is ranked 13 and you take him at seven. Yeah, that's fine because you're not going to get him at 30, whatever our next pick. We're yeah, I'm fine with that. Two offensive linemen is fine, Chris. It's fine. So, yeah, yeah, because look, you solidify that line, you know, and you got the wide receivers, right? You got some wide receivers out there. They get open quicker now. <coughs> Excuse me. You got Saquon behind an offensive line, right? So, should be fun. You know, oh. Should be. It should be fun. You know. Yep. I don't. Uh, you know, it should be fun. It should. I, I'm hoping it's nothing like you know draft picks, and you're like, what? You know. Yeah, I know. I mean, we did that on the, you know, on the day for four years. A lot of them were like, what? You know? Yeah. So. All right. Out with the old, buddy. Thanks for powering through. All right, guys. We are, we are, we're back today, baby. Let's do this. Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. Take care, everybody.